Helping people build ambitious and satisfying careers, businesses, and lives. This is the Influence Ecology Podcast. Now, here is your host, John Patterson. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today's mini-sode is an exclusive preview of the July 2020 Influence Ecology 3D Virtual Conferences. Through Verbella for virtual events, Influence Ecology now offers a social engagement and communication solution on our private 3D virtual campus. It transforms a real-time campus into an unforgettable, fully immersive experience. Our private virtual campus is designed to promote real social interaction, engagement, and collaboration with speakers, attendees, faculty, sponsors, and campus partners. Today, we hear one of our 40 featured conference experts share how they build potent transactions that produce better outcomes. As we teach it, the principle of personality and transactional behavior allows each of us to exploit our unique perspective. From a combination of their worldview and expertise, each conference speaker will reveal their specialized strategies and tactics that you can apply to your own business or profession. Our mid-year conferences are July 12th through 14th in the U.S. Central Standard Time and July 26th to the 28th Australian Western Standard Time. Our 3D virtual campus allows you to meet today's guests, other experts, and participants 24 hours a day from both conferences and in any country. Here's the interview. Trisha Tyler, welcome back to the Influence Ecology Podcast. It's so good to have you back. Thank you, John. It's so good to be back. Absolutely. Well, for our listeners, just say your name, where you live, and a little bit about what you do. Okay. My name is Trisha Tyler. I live in Seattle, Washington. What I do for a career is I lead a large consulting business for a global consulting firm. And that's inclusive of everything in the West from Denver to Hawaii. And say a little bit about the industry that you're in and what mostly you do on a day-to-day basis. Sure. Yeah. So the business I lead really works to advise employers on how to purchase healthcare for their families, um, for their employees and their families, and design overall you know, total rewards types of frameworks. So employers create things, these these valuable packages of benefits, and there's a lot of structure, strategy, design, and that kind of stuff. So it takes a lot of different competencies to build those things for large, innovative employers, and that's the work we do. Mm, fantastic. All right, so you're here with us today because you're going to be speaking at the 2020 July Mid-Year 3D Virtual Conferences. And you've been asked to speak because of a few things. One, um, we've watched you through your career um, over the years um, move from uh, so many things that we could say. If, if you want to know about Trisha, go listen to the last two podcasts on Trisha because there's so much that we could say. Um, so that's to say you're, um, you've had a lot of success here um, uh, out of your participation, but more than anything else, we've invited you to speak because you identify as a performer personality, as we teach it. And there is a talk that we've invited you to do. Uh, and the talk is called, um, They Care How Much You Care. So it really is about caring and empathy. So, But I'm going to go back to this in just a moment. Um, 
One of the reasons that we're having people talk at the conference is because many of us, from our own personalities perspective, build transactions, build environments, build business models, and we may forget some big component, um, like building a house and forgetting the plumbing. Silly, silly thing to do. But people build entire transactions where they forget the people part of it, for example. And that's where you come in. So I want to ask you just a little bit about this subject of peopling and caring. Um, first of all, anything you want to say generally about the importance of that in our work? Well, I mean, for all the incredible ideas that our inventors come up with, it's going to take lots of people to perform the work to bring those things to fruition and furthermore to maintain whatever is invented there. And those people are not robots. They're human beings. And those they have their own aims, their own sets of concerns in the way that they're navigating both their career, their work, their daily life, their health, their money. Like think about all the conditions of life we talk about. And so taking that into account, when you think about how am I going to transact with these people to have them do that, there's a hard way to do that where you get a lot less discretionary effort. And there's a much, what I would consider transactional way that takes all of that into consideration and you build a, based on that strength to really have transactions move much faster and more smoothly and in a satisfying mm. way for all the people who are involved. Mm. In your history, do you have lessons about where you um, forgot to care? <laughs> is the best way to say it. I can hardly imagine it. You know, I know you well enough to know that I don't, I can't, I don't remember a moment that I experienced that you didn't care. But uh, along the way, do, do you have any lessons about where you forgot to care? You forgot to um, add in the empathy where it wasn't about the people. It was about the result. It was about the thing you needed to get done. Uh, and do you have anything like that to reflect on here and how that went awry? Or has it always been that way for you? Oh, there's, I, I definitely have those moments. And it's when I when I'm concerned about an outcome, and it's not usually just a business outcome, it could even be another people outcome that I'm concerned about that would have me be really driven and almost forceful about getting to that outcome, which I might think is fair and taking care of others or whatever, and miss the expression of the care for the individual that I'm at work with or a team I'm at work with around something. So I really, it, in my business leadership, and in just in life, it takes like this balance of economics and empathy, right? You've got to know where you're heading and like be able to balance the other factors in the equation. But that empathy and understanding people and how we move in transactions, I do think is it's where I always want to be. And sometimes I'm not there sometimes. And I, I always regret it. I go, oh, that could have been done so much better. Or I end up coming back to apologize or I notice how what I wanted to have happen is not happening, right? Mm -hmm. So there's yeah. usually regrets of some sort or another when that doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. 
So um, that balance of outcomes and empathy is a is a wonderful place to go because um, I myself have been much more committed to outcomes than empathy. I'm an inventor personality, so that's kind of our thing, right? We like the outcomes. Um, I might miss in a transaction the empathy, the care, the relationship. And it's one of the reasons we're having you speak. Um, it may sound obvious to people who are listening. Well, of course, it's about people. You know, well, you know, what else is it about? But it is um, more often than not something not attended to. It's assumed. And you've demonstrated, as far as I can tell, the ability to uh, care, show you care, demonstrate your care, demonstrate your empathy, take great care of people, build great relationships over the course of years and years and years uh, of work. So um, why do you think most people forget that bit or simply dismiss it? Is it anything you want to say about that? Well, I perhaps they assume about what is important to a person and are just operating off of what they assume are the concerns a person might have. And instead of actually inquiring about it so that you can take that concern or that aim into account in the way you build a transaction, there's always a lot of flexibility in the way you can build something. And I think some people think you have one way and it just needs to be accepted and we need to go and do that thing. That's the only way we're going to get certainty in the outcome. And I, I'm a, I believe philosophically differently in the sense that I think people will help you get to that place. And if they understand that this is going to help them too. And mm. if, if that's, if that's not there, then you better have a whole lot of authority, a whole lot of force and a whole lot of power to get it done <laughs> because that's what you're going to get. And by the way, when they're given, you know, two minutes to talk to somebody else and grouse about why they're having to do this thing, you just don't have the hearts and minds. And so in all of our, in the current on leadership today, we talk a lot about needing the hearts and minds of people, right? Followership is a really big deal. And you don't, you don't get that from people if you don't, if you don't care about what they care about, if you don't care about their concerns. And if that's not expressed in any way, either from asking about it, just a question to looking at how something could be constructed with them that's going to really help their aims in that transaction so that they, when they're fulfilling on what you want, you've asked them to fulfill on, they're doing it not for me, they're doing it for them. And that's the difference. If you want somebody to do this, to meet their aims, do the thing you want them to be involved in and do for you, you want them to do it for them and their aims. It's not out of just generosity to myself, the business, or anything else. I mean, we we do what we do as humans to meet our aims. Mm. I can hear the some of the things that you addressed um, working really well with a small organization, a small business, a, a small business group, or something like that. But in a, a company as large as you are, how do you? meet the customer more where they are how how are you able to um sort of transcend transcend that um i would call it corporate um interactional sort of approach right the sort of well let's mechanize this whole thing let's let's make this 
routine and mechanistic and let's establish the processes and this shall be and here's the law um which really isn't very human Mm -hmm. Uh, it's 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 something else so how do you in a larger organization approach those things well that i'm a i'm a work in progress on that john i think as you become accountable for bigger and bigger you know remits this is something you have to learn how to do it over you know scale it larger and larger. And I would say what I notice we do process is important. Like it's, you, you can't absolutely. go <laughs> process is absolutely important, even to this performer, maybe even especially to this performer. However, you've got to give a place in the process for two intelligent humans to sit down and have a conversation that you could actually construct a conversation for them. Like what would it look like? So in my performance review or in my goal setting, you know, which is a very common thing in large organizations. We set goals, we measure performance throughout the year. And in that goal setting, that should be a very human kind of discussion about what matters. And then we match that up against the the business needs. So you construct a process and construct a framework. And you, for lack of a better way, you make sure that the people involved are empowered to have a kind of conversation that has you transact for that for the aims that are needed, both for the organization, if the framework's right, it'll do that. And if the people are empowered in the right place, in the right way, they'll do that together. And then setting the expectations of any manager that if you don't care, that's not, you're not, you're actually not fulfilling the job. Mm. So Well said. Well said. All right. Last question. What are you looking forward to most about the upcoming conference? Well, I love the framework we have around the superpowers of the different personality types. And I, I just have heard a little bit about what people are going to speak about. And I'm very excited to, to explore some of these topics because some of the superpowers, as soon as I heard them, I was like, Oh, that makes perfect sense. But I would have never said that myself. So that's so all that I'm first and foremost really excited about. And secondly, we get to participate in a virtual way, which is an experiment. I, I'm calling it an experiment. John, it will not be an experiment for you, but, um, <laughs> and I'm fascinated to participate in that way in the virtual environment that we're going to be in. So. Me too. Me yeah. too. All right. Well, Trisha, thanks so much for being here with us today. I appreciate right. it. And I'll see you on campus. All right. Thank you so much, John. World-class virtual training has been part of our DNA for over a decade, and the newly launched Influence Ecology Virtual Campus provides a unique, immersive learning environment for our global network of ambitious professionals. Our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, study incubators, as well as specialized knowledge and innovative tools to help grow your influence and income. Our exclusive membership ecology allows you to collaborate with some of the best and brightest minds, talent, and skills in many industries, occupations, and cultures across the globe. If you're interested in trying the Influence Ecology virtual campus for yourself, visit influenceecology.com forward slash campus. That's influenceecology.com forward slash campus. Or in the U.S. or Canada, you can text the word campus to 805-262-9008 and we'll send the registration link right to your mobile phone. Again, text the word CAMPUS to 805-262-9008. Also in our show notes, you'll find all the links to websites, books, or special downloads mentioned in this podcast. 
During the conference, we'll hear about each topic, why it's important, and how you can apply these strategies and tactics to your own business. In addition to our July 2020 conferences, our campus offers corporate training, educational workshops, and study incubators that include ambitious professionals from many industries, professions, and cultures. We provide social mixers and networking events to help connect with others and their expertise. We allow students, faculty, and mentors the opportunity to connect before and after program sessions to get help, form study groups, and use the campus for discussion. We also offer our advanced students premier program venues that serve their aims for an elite experience amongst peers. We can't wait to see you around campus. Thank you.